This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 14th of April. Question for you, Jazzy boy. What is the name of Australia's central bank which sets the monthly cash oh, rate? I believe that's the Reserve Bank of Australia. Ding, 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 ding. That was the question in our weekly quiz, Quick Sticks. In Quick Sticks, a Flux member answers a question correctly and whoever does that fastest wins 50 dollar wow. doo Big shout out to our winner last week, Jared. Now this one's going down in the Flux app today. Easiest 50 bucks you'll ever make. US's annual inflation reduced to 5% last month. That's the lowest increase since 2021 when they first began to climb. Three balance-worthy stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. The Australian Tax Office has found a new way to get people to complete tax returns, and it's all in the words. Love a little behavioural nudge here, P-Man, so tell me everything. So, every year, the ATO handles about 43 million tax returns and business activity statements. But here's the thing, Brett. Almost a quarter of those 43 million returns are not completed on time. So, last year, the ATO was desperate to find ways to get people to submit tax returns on time. So they conducted a random trial covering 20,000 individuals and businesses. The trial included two different messages at the top of the letters sent to the 20,000. Letter 1 said, don't get further behind, lodge now. Now, to be honest, Jazzy Boy, that sounds kind of gentle <laughs> to se- I. The second letter said, not taking any action to get up to date will be treated as a deliberate choice. Is that a threat, ATO? <laughs> the trial found that those who received the tougher message were 40% more likely to submit their tax returns. Ah, these little behavioural nudges can make a big difference. So what is the key learning here? Nudge theory is a concept in behavioural economics. The theory is that subtle interventions can help people make better decisions. And nudges have become a very effective way for the public sector to encourage good civic behaviour. For example, putting an image of a housefly into the men's room urinals at Amsterdam <laughs> Airport helped improve with AIM. The result was an 80% reduction in spillage. May I add, it's all part of the fun at Gold Coast <laughs> Airport as well, Jazzy Boy. And Brett, this ain't only helpful for the public sector. Many tech businesses have adopted the nudge theory too. Like Amazon's frequently bought together feature, mm-hmm. which uses nudge theory to encourage individuals to buy related products. And you can bet your bottom dollar they'll be trying many different versions of this over the coming years. Mm-hmm. For our second story, Amazon has started to remove free returns for some of its online purchases as part of its plan to disincentivize customer returns. Pretty sure that's how Amazon was able to build <laughs> such a successful business, Jazzy Boy. What's happening here? Okay, well, for decades, Amazon built its business by creating shopping that was a fast experience and delivered the goods even faster. And the best part? free delivery. And if you didn't like it, you know, just return it. But Brett, over years, handling returns has become a very expensive problem for the Zon. So now Amazon is attempting new measures to get customers to return fewer of their online orders. First, they'll start flagging frequently returned products on their website. And second, they will start charging customers a $1 fee in the US for some returns. And Brett, while this experiment is starting in the US, it's possible Mm -hmm. this could become part of Amazon's global plan. That is true. So what is the key learning here? There's no such thing as a free lunch or free return. (laughs) Shoppers have become accustomed to endless free returns 
in recent years. But now, Amazon and other companies are trying to curb this customer habit because it's becoming pretty darn expensive. Get this one. In the US, customers sent back around 17% of the total of what they purchased in 2022. We're talking a total of 816 billion US dollars, according to the National Retail Federation. And in this new world of profitability, retailers just can't afford to cop these costs. Nope. For our third and final story, LVMH, the world's biggest luxury company, has reported a 17% rise in their quarter one sales, absolutely smashing expectations. All the investors rocking their Louis Vuittons now, so what is the story here? Well, Jazzy Boy, LVMH, or Louis Vuitton Moe Hennessy, is the world's biggest luxury company. We're talking a total of 75 luxury brands like Louis Vuitton, Dior, Tiffany's, Bulgari, Fendi, and many more. And Jazzy Boy, their first quarter earnings have just come out and they've smashed the ball right out of the park and then some. LVMH reported 17% increase in sales, which was more than double what experts were expecting. They made a total of $34.4 billion in just the last three months. And Brett, despite rising inflation and an overall rocky economy throughout 2023, this luxury beast is still living the high life. The biggest contributor, you asked, Jazzy Boy, mm-hmm. that was China after finally opening up from their lockdown. So what is the key learning here? Once a giant market, always a giant opportunity. China's been the world's biggest market for luxury goods until COVID. But with the extended lockdowns in China, luxury sales dropped year on year. In fact, in 2022, the Chinese luxury market declined 10% year over year. And that ended a five-year run of rapid growth. You know, Brett, a Bulgari necklace and lockdown pyjamas isn't exactly a fit. Tell me more about that combination, Jazzy Boy. (laughs) And Jazzy Boy, LVMH's performance is a strong indication of how the luxury industry is performing in China. So this mass uptick in LVMH's recent sales might just be a sneak peek of China's post-COVID economic recovery. If you're enjoying the five-minute bite-sized business news every day that makes you a whole lot smarter, we have one ask from you. A five-star rating and a wonderful review of the What The Flux podcast. It would be huge for our weekend this Friday. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.